sex in the stacks. I think that I've been introducing the podcast a lot, and I want someone else to do it. I feel like people are sick of hearing my voice at the very beginning. Not so it. I'm going to toss it to Josh today. Josh, can you do our, our like, hello and welcome? Okay. Yay! <laughs> hello, everyone, and welcome to our next episode of the IG podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm one of your co-hosts. We also have... Josh just pointed. Oh, I didn't yeah. know who was pointing. All of our Zoom layouts are different, pointing so pointing is meaningless. Pointing is meaningless. Uh, and this is Lena. Yeah, it's it's me. Hi. <laughs> Josh is on the bottom of my screen, so he's literally pointing left, but there's like nothing there. All right. And that was? Oh, I'm <coughs> I'm Mona. Oh, guys, I literally sound like a prepubescent boy. I'm so sorry. My voice has been like cracking all day. So if you hear me like clear my throat, I'm so sorry. But I'm... Ramona, Mona, I don't know. Oh my god, I'm having a crisis about my name. <sighs> I think this yeah. happens every time. Like, every time I am, I'm editing, Mona's always like, I'm Mona, or Ramona. You can call me Mona. No, you can't. <laughs> well, no, it's just it, hard. Like, because, so, uh, guys, like, literally, the backstory behind this is that, like, in high school, I was obviously Ramona, but my best friends, like, all started calling me Mona, and I was like, oh, I really like that, because, like, you know, it sounds a little bit better, and then, like, now they call me Mo, and I'm just like, okay, I guess one day I'll just be, mm, like, I guess we're just going in on it. <laughs> so I started introducing myself as Mona in college, because I was like, that's what I've been going by in high school with my best friends, but then I felt really weird about it in college, because I was like, like, it was just, you know, when you have, like, a nickname that your friends call you, and then you're like, why are you using this? But I told them to call me that, so it was, like, really confusing. And so now <laughs> I've been trying to switch back to, like, Ramona in more professional settings, but I still know some of the people who met me by, like, my first name. And so, I, I don't know, it's just been really weird. And so I still, I still don't know, like, what I should go with. And then my college email is, like, Ramona. And it's just like really short. But then because of this podcast, like my boss, yeah, my, and then my boss started calling me like Mona in work texts, and I was like, I don't know how I feel. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's so weird though, because like I only knew was Mona, so I thought you were one of those people who like the name is Beatrice, but they only ever go by B. You know, like people who <laughs> refuse to use their full name because like usually they hate it or they think it's like outdated or whatever. So I thought you hated Ramona. No, so I, I think it. you know what I think it is. I think it's just like I liked the exclusivity of only my like best friends from high school calling uh, me Mona but now it's like not special anymore and I'm just like you don't have a right to say what Maddie says like you can't call me why it calls me <laughs> so yeah just edit all of this out I just had to tell you guys that because I know I have a crisis every other episode honestly just call me the American I feel like I have something similar but not, not to that extent with like Josh versus Joshua oh yeah well, and like which one do I use oh whoa in, in high school I always introduce myself as Joshua and then, in the college, I always introduced myself as Josh. Why the sudden change? No, what? Okay, so I also just I just thought it Josh. was easier. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was easier for people. I mean, like, not that Joshua is hard. <laughs> but it's just, like, you know, more memorable and whatever. More than Josh, it's <laughs> like, also, like, you don't dislike outgoing. Joshua. Like, your equal part no, Joshua mind, and mind. Josh. Equal my family calls me Joshua. And work oh, generally calls me Joshua. It's well. so weird. That's, it's just weird when I your family calls me so much. Yeah. Wait, that's so weird because I fully went to school with people who are just like, okay, like I'm going to shout her out. Um, She's like kind of famous already. So <laughs> I mean, tell her to shout um, us out. Why are we shouting Steph. her out? <laughs> I'll ask for a shout out. Um, 
But, um, so her name is Stephanie, but she, like, dislikes being called Stephanie. She, like, will only be, she will only answer to Steph, basically. So I thought that, like, everyone hated their long names. I thought it was just, like, a normal thing. And on the subject of shortening names, I always get really sad, because, like, my name is impossible to shorten. So I've never had that, like, extra layer closeness. I can't, I can't go by Lee, because that's such a weird... Wait, like, Lee, I don't know. Well, I feel like you could have cute nicknames because, like, my friends in high school, like, they have a bunch of names for me, like, Ramona and then Mona, but then, like, also, like, Mo P, which is, like, it comes from, like, when we did this, like, singing project about World War II in AP European history, and we, like, had to come up with, like, street names, but it stuck. Anyways, moving on. Like, I feel like you could go by, like, Lee or, like, something cute. Like, I think in elementary school, people used to call me, like, RR, which, like, I don't know where that came from, but I just embrace. <laughs> this is why I have identity crises, because I've just been given so many labels. Wait, I was thinking, like, when I, <laughs> if I have kids, why would you talk about kids? <laughs> Deliberately was not oh, going to be so kids. funny. Okay, so if you ever... <laughs> but if I ever have kids, I was like, I'm going to give them, like, non-shortenable names. Why? Like, no, don't do that. Like, Lena. It sucks. You never have that, like, extra little personality. No, because they don't have to go through the, like, internal crises of what I, what I, what I be called. Oh, yeah, true. Well, I like the levels. Like, one of my friends, I actually really like that her name's Victoria, because I feel like it's a name where, like, when you're young, they can call you, like, Tori. But then when you're middle-aged, they can call you Victoria. And then when you're old, they can call you Vicky. Like, I just felt like the levels of evolution. And then sometimes when she's, like, feeling spicy, I'm like, yo, what's up, V? I don't know. But I can see how it be a crisis. I love the name Victoria. Yeah. I think it's so pretty. And it just, like, it seriously just works on so many levels, you know? Oh, I'm so sad. My name so is Lena's crazy. changing her name. This is Welcome Back to the IQ <laughs> Podcast with Mona, Josh, and Victoria, or Tori, or Vicky, or V, or Ramona, and Joshua. And <laughs> how do you, like, lengthen Lena? Like, like, le- like you, you just know how can't. Like, it's, it's such a static name. There's nowhere to go. Like, you know how, like... me sad. Like, you know, Brad, you can be like, oh, Bradalina. Like, <laughs> like, how do you, how do you lengthen Lena? Maybe, maybe the you issue can. is just that we, hmm. We'll think on it. It's uh, impossible in your, to work with. I've had 19 years to think about this. And 19 years. DM us name suggestions for lengthening Lena. Oh, people could call you lean, like the drug. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like Cody, like Benjamin. cough syrup. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Moving know. on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that was so shady that it literally said lean coding costume, and my voice was like really disgusting and raspy after that. I- ignore everything. Um, yeah. How did we get here? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, what's the topic for our conversation today? What? I did not hear you. T- topic of conversation today? Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so today we're going to talk about going to Harvard and like. Things we found, things we thought were true, but weren't true, or were true. We're, we're yeah. going to talk about Harvard stereotypes. Dispelling Harvard rumors. Mythbusters! Myth. Harvard edition! Mythbusters. <laughs> I watched so much Mythbusters when I was younger. I, well, I didn't even, really? I, didn't, I don't even know what Mythbusters is. <laughs> Wait, I don't think I ever had access to Mythbusters. Like, I don't remember turning on the it TV. Was on TV. It was on free TV. There. Channel 73 or something. Wow, okay. the tables have turned where Josh is more pop cultured than Lena. Ah, channel 73 what was your favorite mythbusters episode or like one that like blew your mind oh there's too many there's too many <laughs> i think some of like classics are like cement truck blow up 
Um, all the like explosions are very cool. <laughs> the like water heater explosion. Um, oh, they did an episode where they like created like a like a truck with like a hundred arrows. Apparently, it's from like old Korean like records or something, but it's like a fire truck where you have like a truck <laughs> with like a hundred arrows in it, and then you okay. So to be clear, it's then... a truck. <laughs> yeah, with like a hundred arrows in it, and then you like light them all at once, and then it like shoots automatically, like flaming arrows. It was very cool. Oh. Anyways, apparently they used it. Um, well, there's like red quartz of Korean people using it from like ancient Korea. Wow, that's very cool. cool. I co- okay, Myth- yeah, yeah. MythBusters showing us representation on channel channel seventy three in Josh's childhood. Wow. Wait, no, I think I think MythBusters is actually the first time I saw like Asian people on TV. Oh my god. Grand Rest in peace is, was, you know, Asian and very cool. Okay, so, so you're now, I don't know what Mythbusters is, but, wait, is it the one that goes like, Mythbusters? Or wait, is it like Ghostbusters? Are you thinking of Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I haven't seen either, I've just heard, okay, well, okay, cut that, but... (laughs) <laughs> now okay so if you were to have your own episode about myth busting at harvard what's like a myth at harvard that you want to bust is that the premise of the show where they just like hear fake news and then they like prove it wrong like snopes oh they just see if it's like correct oh you have to like physically or... go see if it's correct yeah they, they've got to test it oh okay yeah so, so it's you... not really like myth busters oh. this episode <laughs> okay well well would have you tested any any Harvard? i don't uh, guys i'm trying to segue help me help me <laughs> You might have heard some things about Harvard. They could be myths. They could be truths. Today we're going to confirm or deny the things that you might have heard. It's going to be great. I do busters. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Myrna, what is one of your myths that you want to talk about today? One of my myths? Oh, you know what? Okay, I guess I can... This is one I can talk about, I guess. Um... Because Harvard's, like, so prestigious or whatever, I really expected that the classes would be, like, revolutionary, like, literally revolutionary. And maybe it's just because I haven't taken the right ones, but I truly don't see the difference in, like, what the classes we're taking are versus, like, what my friends are taking at, like, other colleges. Like, I feel, I feel like... It's just like the college isn't prestigious because of the classes for some reason and that may just be me but then I was talking to one of my teachers freshman year and she was really chill. I took this writing class called like it was an expos class called narratives of immigration and she was super super chill and I would just go to her office hours and we would just shit on Harvard because she was literally like yo like the classes here are fucking jank and I was like why Margaret and she was like because Harvard was founded by like white men to push like more white men to like prestigious like government jobs where you don't really like need to learn technical skills so that's why like you don't learn any technical skills and it's like really frustrating so for me i thought i'd like learn a lot but i truly like i haven't learned anything technical in any class like even in my art classes i literally was in an animation class and they were like just google it and i was like why am i why do i have to google it if i'm in this class for six hours every day on a wednesday ruth um shout out to you ruth i love you <laughs> like it was just crazy and then i just get so frustrated when in almost every class except for language courses i'm told to google things like i just feel like i have no practical skills whatsoever it's all just as Josh said before we said the podcast, critical thinking and like BSing and like literally sometimes I feel like I'm like wiping yeah. my ass with Google Docs and then like turning that in as an essay and they're like, this is so profound and I'm like, I just want to learn how to take like freaking film, not like learn about film theory. So yeah, that was like a thing for me. It was just like... Wait, I just want to like 
I'll provide an alternate view, which is like I thought my classes at Harvard were pretty cool and like pretty profound. Oh, and also controversy, controversy. <laughs> see it, Josh. See it, Mona. I want to see people fight. And also, like having taken classes, like similar classes at the University of Sydney, and like seeing the comparison, it's like、mm. profoundly stark. Oh.、Um, for instance, I don't want to like defame the University of Sydney and get sued for it. <laughs> <laughs> But for instance, I took. Like introduction to international relations or politics or something at the University of Sydney, and I also took int- introduction to comparative politics at Harvard, and the like, the the, the like difference in quality is like, like the sky and the earth,、mm. like, yeah. Oh, maybe it's because you were shooting for like actually like more more theory based like discussion like I don't know like those kinds of courses, but for me, it's like sitting in an animation class where the first like three weeks was like <clears throat> this is a dot. And now, with two dots, hold your horses, folks. We have a line, everyone. We have a line. And then the next week was like, now, what do we have? And I was like, a box. And they're like, yes, a box. Versus like like that, and like all these readings about like art versus like my friends at other schools who are literally like journalism majors. But she's like, oh yeah, I just took like a class called Adobe Media, and I learned like almost every Creative、wow. Cloud program. And I was like, I have not learned a physical like program like workaround. It's always just like. This is the theory and foundation of movement, and so take this movement and apply it by googling what you want to make. And I was like, not、yeah. like, oh, I just want, I just want, like, technical skills. But that could just be me, because I feel like I've, yeah, I feel like I've always been like shallow and like not receiving like theory well, because I just don't, I just my mind just does not work that way. Like I just cannot like read. I feel like Harvard like really <laughs> emphasizes like liberal arts and like learning skills and things like that. Um, also, the like golf department is like the most established, like oldest, like you know,、mm. prestigious in the world, I suppose. Yeah, I bet if I took like math or something, I would be like, oh yeah, I learned like technical math skills, but like, I took like math <laughs> ones and got a C, so you know, forget about that. But anyways,、uh, someone else's myth that's more fun. Oh my gosh, I literally was like sexing the stats, and here I am talking about education. <laughs> Wait,、Boring. I, I want to、oh、add something, but first I'm gonna go shut the window because this bird is like screeching outside, and it's definitely gonna get picked up. Wait, in Josh's audio, I always hear like the sounds of like kids like running around. Like, is that your neighborhood or is that your family? Cause like yeah, I also hear birds when I'm editing. I hear birds in Josh's audio, and I'm like, um, the sound of Australia. <laughs> Guys, on the subject of Harvard and what you were saying, Mona, about like rich white men, really interesting. I'm taking this like education gen ed, which is great. Like shout out to Professor J and Professor Merseth. I'm really loving it. Um, but I learned that I did this. I did not know, um, because I know nothing about American history. The East Coast of America in like, the. Uh, the pre-revolution era was like very was very Puritan.、Um, it was like those kind of people, and so Harvard was established as an educational institution to like teach young Puritan men how to be good religious folk. That was like that was like the initial purpose of Harvard, which is I thought was really interesting because like why?、Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like that's where like all education kind of started from, though, isn't it? At least in the West or in Europe, With the that's、way? where like how all education started in like the West or in Europe. Oh yeah, definitely. Like yeah. in America, they were saying how well. So on in like Massachusetts, it was like a like a really really strongly Puritan community. So it was all about like Puritan values, and then elsewhere, um, the the common schools, which are like free schools, were about not religion because they wanted to kind of keep it separate, I guess, but 
it was more about like how to teach common American values and and make good American citizens. So, yeah. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> Constitution. I think where like my Xbox teacher was coming from was more so like I we I would con- constantly rant about how I feel like I'm coming out of Harvard, like, compared to, say, someone who came out of, like, USC, like, art school versus, like, me coming out of art school, it's never the name that matters in the entertainment industry, it's always, like, your real, like, your portfolio, like, your marketable skills, and so when I was talking mm. about it, she was like, <laughs> she was like, yeah, I hate to break it to you, but you're probably not going to do too well because the name only works for people, like, she was like, the name has historically only worked for people who don't technically need to show off, like, technically, it's more just, like, connection-based and, like, actually we're, like, the critical thinking or whatever matters and she's like I'm sorry that you're not getting that and she's like it's not like you can walk into like an interview for BuzzFeed and be like I can think critically and they're like no like let me see like your videos and then I'm like you're like I can tell you about the dot and the line like what more do you want from me BuzzFeed and they're just like just make it so that's my qualm but it could definitely just be because like no one ever applies to Harvard to be like I want to be an art major <laughs> like no one does that like no like literally no one yeah so I was gonna it say. could just be me like it definitely you know it's a liberal arts school but it's not a technical yeah. school, so it's, like, so it's definitely not going to be as strong as the schools that, like, really have those amazing um, programs. But yeah, Lena, what about you? What about some myths that, or a myth or something that you want to bust, or... Here's a myth that I definitely want to deny. So, uh, this might be just a product of, like, being Korean, but when I went to Harvard, um, all my relatives were like, oh my god, you're going to be, like with the melting pot of the youth of the world and everyone's going to be so intelligent and they're all going to change the world. And I was like, crap. Like, I'm going to be in a class with people who, like, cured cancer and, like, build an entire village, like, somewhere. And I was like, what have I done? (laughs) And so I was, like, really, you know, I, I felt really out of my depth at the beginning. Um... And then, I mean, this is both the positive and negative thing, and I don't want to be cr- too critical, but I have not been blown away by the intelligence of everyone I've met at Harvard. Like, there are definitely some outliers, and I'm like, wow, you're so smart, like, you're amazing, you're, like, a, a super cool human being, but some people I'm like... Well, like, especially that coupled with, like, personally knowing people you, like, went to high school around getting into Harvard, and you're like, I know that your entire life is fake. So, yeah. Yes, so that, that's, a, that's a whole other side of the coin. So I'm talking about people who, like, just don't seem to have any drive or, like, purpose in their lives, <laughs> which is, like, which is frustrating for me, um, because I'm kind of like, this is, you know, we're supposed to be surrounded by, like, these amazing people, but some, some of these people just aren't. Not, th- not that I'm saying I'm amazing by any means, um, but I do, you know, work hard. Um, but on the other side of the coin is, like, people who everything they did in high school was so overtly a scheme to get into some like ivy league college you know like i would say the really the really obvious ones are like i started this organization that has no clear benefit or purpose but it's about social justice and like and we did one event you know in my senior year and i'm gonna talk this up like it was this massive like feat of um you know like effort on my common app essay and you're really like wow that was like a super minimal effort thing that you just like did because you wanted to get into a good college and those people i'm like why are you here or there's also like i interned with my yeah oh oh like i'm a startup but it's just like some i've (laughs) definitely met some people who like have done incredible projects in startups and like but but the thing you know is like 
they're either still doing it and that's when you know that the drive is real or they stop doing it for like legitimate reasons that's the kind of that's my myth that i wanted to bust like not everyone at harvard is smart not everyone at harvard is like changing the world some people are just here for the ride <laughs> for me i don't want to like say that no one i like i feel like everyone at harvard has deserved their place like i don't want to well well actually actually i i don't know i don't know it could get like kind of crummy with like legacies and like we don't know what's happening at harvard where like the scandal's freaking out with like lori laughlin and like people literally paying for you know people to get into harvard but for me it's just like yeah i think i spent so much of my freshman and probably the sophomore years feeling like what josh said earlier imposter imposter syndrome being like i literally don't like deserve to be here like people are so cool but then, like, meeting some, like, really shitty people, <laughs> like, truly, like, meeting some horrible, horrible people, you're just, like, wow, like, literally, wow, like, yeah, kind of, like, the, the expectations coming off of, like, n- including me, not everybody here is spectacular, like, you don't have to, like, save the world to get into Harvard, and a lot of people have, and I've met those people as well, I feel like also it's definitely not to be romanticized. Yeah. I feel like also it's, like, a lot of people who just have, like, really nice-sounding resumes, but then when they, like, get mm. to know them in person, they're just, like, alcoholic, yes. so, you know, really aloof. Alcoholic! <laughs> <laughs> literally true! I'm, like, literally just so true, though. Because it's, like, it's just, like, who you are on paper matters so much, but, like, my high school best friends, like, they're all amazing, like, wonderful people, and everything that they do and every part of their being, like, it's not possible to write that on a paper, but if you were just yeah. able to know, like, what they've done, like, in their lives and for, like, other people, like, they would literally be like they would they would like they deserve the world and they should be anywhere but it's just like just because they didn't have the opportunity to put it on paper they didn't have the resource to put it on paper or like they just didn't know like know how to like do so like there's yeah, so many people out there yeah yeah like it's just all the facade like there was this one harvard confessions post that was like does anyone ever um hear about the overhyped people and not get the hype about them like they're really pleasant <laughs> at first was so <laughs> it was it was literally like yeah, I was like first imp- like wow. first impressions. They just seem charming, but there's nothing beyond them. And I was like, yeah, there's so many people who are literally just like extroverted and like charismatic and like <laughs> and like that's how I feel like I'm like talking about myself suddenly because people have said that about me. But like there's definitely like people that <laughs> no, are just no. like first impressions. They're just like very like charming, but it's like kind of snaky. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, also like I just wanna say just so I'm not the shitty person in this conversation and I'm not it doesn't look <laughs> like I'm basking in like this bath of privilege. Like when I or elitism, what I'm saying when like when I'm trying to like bust the myth of like not everyone is smart, I don't mean like, wow, these people aren't all book smart, like what is going on? Like I mean that um mm. more in the sense of like what are we even talking about? So they're not genuine, they're not they don't have a passion, mm. um, and there's no Yeah, they're not genuine. Yeah, and That's they're really not really question you know using this space or like even appreciating this space as much as mm-hmm. i would expect them to be yeah that's what i meant yeah and sometimes those people who like seem like really accomplished do sort of like look down on others like i really kind of feel that sometimes with like people who like just had like a more prestigious background and then another thing i want to add on before we like move on to the next is that like a lot of people especially myself like we're always like oh the privilege the privilege and like always talking about privilege but i just want to like clarify that like in these circumstances like for me personally like privilege just means that you've had like different experiences so you can like talk about different things from different perspectives and like speaking from a point of privilege is like speaking from a place where you like can only talk about yourself but you're like assuming that as like majority so like i definitely have like my privileges and like so does everybody else but i think a lot of like the misconceptions of harvard come from like not being able to recognize that so yeah i love how like every time we say something we have to like back up <laughs> like make sure that it's like not it's like okay to say but yeah 
Yeah, I just feel like it's one of those things where everyone... I mean, I would like to think that our peers would secretly agree with us, but it's one of those things that are like hard to vocalize because you kind of just want to be like, Harvard's so great, like I'm living the dream. But the reality is that, you know, it's a mixed bag. It's definitely a mixed bag. Yeah. And that's not just, like, I've definitely met some people who are, like, um, incredible. Mm. Like, I remember this one guy um, on my, in my, like, what are they called? Oh, entryways. Um, which is, like, people who live on your floor. And immediately <laughs> I was, like, I mean, we were talking about called? charisma before, but this guy's charisma is genuine. Like, he's genuinely, like, one of the most captivating people to talk to. And he really, really cares about, like, um, how he can make a difference. Um, so... Like, those people, are, I'm immediately like, wow, like, you're so magical. You know, you're going to do great things. Um, so you have extremes. Yeah. And I'm sure that we can't, like, we can, yeah. And I just don't, I just want to, like, also, like, those people aren't exclusive to Hollywood. Yeah, like, definitely. for sure. So it's, like, crazy. There's just, like, the couple Cheryls, and you're like, why are you, like, <laughs> like, not, like, why are you here? How did you get here? But just, like, such, <laughs> ugh. Um. On, on off the records, we'll like talk about who these people were for us. But while we're on recording, <laughs> let's move on to Josh. Um, and that was mine actually. I was going to talk about how everyone at Harvard is not that smart. Yeah. Uh, or, or like not that. <laughs> there for the right reason. Um, right because we are. Um, I mean, on the subject of being smart, like we are fundamentally an educational institution. So I think that's why we we're mm. using this kind of terminology. But again, we're not trying to say like not everyone gets A's. Like what's going not, on? Like, yeah. we're, not, we're not trying to say that. Yeah, you're like, oh, you didn't get, uh, what, what's the highest SAT score? One six, uh, You didn't get a 1600 on your, <laughs> I got an 1130, oh my god, you didn't get a 1600 on your SATs? Cut. Like, that's not, like, what we're saying. Um, yeah. Although, I remember freshman year when people started asking about test scores, I was like, why would you do that? Like, that's <laughs> literally disgusting. So if anyone is going to college, like, I don't know, like, if you need to hear this, you definitely do. Like, don't ask about test scores. Like, you've grown out of high school. You did not peak. Move forward, please. Like, yeah. stop talking about, like, also, that. Like, also. Oh. Yeah, this is, wait, this is all. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. For freshmen or, um, well, first years. I like the first years more than freshmen. Um, who are coming into Harvard or, like, going to college. No one gives a fuck, a flying single fuck about your standardized test scores. Okay? Like, no one's ever going to ask. Like, like, as in, like, no one who matters will ask or know. Like, mm. only you and the college will know. Mm. And also, it's a standardized score, which means that a lot of people will probably have the same score as you. Or higher or <laughs> below you. It doesn't matter. You all got here. Like, yeah. just forget it. <laughs> I don't even yeah. remember my standardized test scores. Because, like, once you send them off, you send mm. them off. Like, they don't matter anymore. True. I remember because a high schooler asked me, and I was like, oh, you want to see my portfolio? But, yeah. Wait, sorry, Josh, what are you going to say? No, I was going to say basically the same thing. But just, like, even brought up to just all high school experience, right? Yeah. Everyone's like, I, I, there was, like, some kids during, like, opening days where the, like, first, co- like, you know, opening question was, like, how did you get into Harvard? Like, what's special about you? Like, what did you do in high why school? Why would you, like, or, like literally, who, why who would you, you do intern that? with? And then it's, like, why would you no one that? cares. And it's definitely, like, those people where it's, like, like, ugh, like, it doesn't, like, stop asking. I don't know why I just have, like, a gripe with, like, those kinds of people. But it's just, like, that just shows that they're just trying to, like, one up, like, poker it. Oh, my God. Like, pokering at Harvard is just, like, another thing. I call it stress pokering. Where, like, you could be, like, oh, I have a paper. And someone will literally be, like, oh, I have two and a final. And it's, like, I, it wasn't a competition. Yes. Like, yes. please, like, calm down. Like, I just, like, what is that? It's a like, weird culture. <laughs> like, that meme that was, like... Your unhealthy lifestyle is, like, not something to brag about. Have you guys seen that photo? No, but that's no. such a true fact. Like, people really be pokering about, like, 
Like, it's just, like, insane. Like, I remember one time, I was like, oh, my God, I pulled my thumb at dance practice. And she was like, oh, you're hurt, too? And she's like, oh, but my ankle is hurt, too. And I was like, I, like, I literally don't, like, I... Yeah, no, this is... <laughs> wait, first of all, do you call a poker game? Because, like, people, you know, they'll call or, like, they'll... Yeah, they're, like, call and raise. Uh, yeah, I they're see, like, I see, oh, I see, I see your, I see your pulled thumb and I raise you. Like, my broken ankle. Oh, I see. Yeah. I've never heard of this phrase before. Oh, you've never heard of it? I think maybe people also call it, like, stress yeah. Olympics, where it's just, like, no one has yeah, compassion Yeah, I've heard for, like, stress Olympics. Yeah, it's just so weird. And this is, like, th- that same thing with test scores. It's, like, they don't really want to know to, like, start conversation. They want to know to, like, see where they're at. Like, it just seems yeah. like everyone's, like, always, like, wary of, like, how other people are doing versus, like, their personal journey yeah wait this is so funny because it relates to like something that's not kind of relevant but i want to say it anyway so (laughs) i feel like especially our generation like we're all about that self-deprecating humor that self-deprecation you know and it's like funny Mm -hmm. but also i feel like uh, in like junior year i started saying like can people stop appropriating ugly culture and this is what i meant by that i am Mm. so sick of like traditionally beautiful people being like oh I'm so ugly or like oh I just had a whole bag of Doritos like you know um, I'm such a fat ass like first of all leave the phrase fat ass with people who are actually fat like me okay (laughs) I was like like, it was like half a joke but also half rage I just wanted to put that out there stop competing about things that are like actually you know helpful for other people it's all part of this like awful stress olympics that i just no yeah i definitely yeah and it totally diminishes like i get where you're coming from because i've said that before too like when people are like oh my god i'm so single i'm like please stop appropriating my culture because it's like you have options bitch like i saw you turn it down last week be fr- wait what was it like number something is like befriend pretty girls they might have leftovers like so true <laughs> but it's just like it just diminishes like actual significant problems that like that people could be facing by like sort of bringing that up like when people br- like sometimes people like brag like about like i remember in like my math class people literally brag about like getting low grades because they thought it was funny and i was like yeah see i'm joking about it but i actually have like three tutors and it kind of stresses me out that like everyone just thinks it's funny but like i was like hella struggling like i talk now like oh i got c's in math but when i thought i was a cs major it was genuinely stressful to like get a c on the final exam like but yeah i feel you it's light comedy yeah. podcast i thought of a- <laughs> sorry <girl. laughs> i thought of another oh, okay. another myth that i want to oh, okay which is that, like, Harvard has a competent administration. <laughs> You'd think that, like, the most prestigious, richest school in the world would be, like, somewhat competent. <laughs> so, um, sing oh it. Sing it, Josh. Yeah, and it's not just, like, university hall. It's, like, layers. Oh, my God. I literally have a story relating... To, literally, you guys. Like, I know exactly what Josh is saying because... I stayed on campus in the spring after everyone went off, but then in May, I was ha- having, like, people help me ship boxes, and so they were there were a series of instructions from, like, both of, like, the experience offices, plus, like, my house, plus, like, the actual people in charge, like, college life or something, that were sending out all these emails on, like, how to organize, like, shipping your box home, and so they were like, okay, between, like, these hours, like, these trucks will be here by one of the dorms and go put your stuff there, and I literally, there was no truck there, like, it was, I called, like, so many people, and they're like, well, did you read the email that said they would be there, and I was like, I've just sent you photos that there are zero trucks here and so i had to run around because they were like oh how about like you go to this dining hall and then like the mailroom across and then the people in the dining hall were like yo like we're we're just like serving like chicken like you better go to like that house with a mail center i was like okay like let me eat there so i was like holding these boxes trying to transport them and then i was finally sent to this place where they're taking my packages 
and the person was like, oh, are you here for international drop-off? And I was like, I'm, no, I'm not here for international drop-off. Like, I'm just trying to send these things home. And then I, like, called the person, and I, was, and I called the person that I've been talking to the whole time. And I was like, man, like, you sent me to the wrong place. And she was like, um, no, you're in the right place for international drop-off because you're shipping your boxes to New Mexico. And I was like... What? I was like, New Mexico what? is fully a state. Like, what? I don't know, like, where, like, yeah. So she had like this. Per- well, I, like this person had given me the wrong instructions. Was probably gonna print the wrong label because like it's labeled differently for whether it's going to international or like within like domestic. domestic and yeah. she sent me to like the wrong drop of location, all because she read my slip that was like Ramona Park, blah 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 blah, New Mexico. And I was like, I just did not expect this. Like, happen. She thought. Did she think that New Mexico was Mexico, the country? Yeah, maybe. And that's, like, happened to me at, like, Target and, like, cameras before, too, where I tried to use a gift card. And then they were like, we don't accept international gift cards. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'm not giving you one. Like, <laughs> like so many moments like that. That's insane. That is yeah. so crazy to me. And that almost implies that people don't know that New Mexico is a it is I I didn't think that would be a problem but like my sister had told me because she went to Princeton and she was always like yeah like I always meet people and they're like have you ever seen snow before like oh like what's and like some people thought she was international and I was like that's just not okay like yes we see snow like yes I've seen squirrels like please like we may be like ring number one in teen pregnancy but like we have squirrels okay so don't you guys learn the states in high school yes yeah US geography yes there's a song (laughs) I feel like it was an isolated incident, though. Like, I don't want to, like, sit on, like... Yeah, but... No, I've seen, like, videos uh, of, like, U.S., like, people testing, like, random citizens on the street, U.S. geography, and it's, like, atrocious. <laughs> and international geography is even worse. I feel like you guys definitely know more. I, I don't know anything about geography, but... Yeah, that was... It was just kind of, like... I was just... It spent, like... I spent three hours probably running around from, like, all the different houses. Because he sent me to, like, five different houses... And one of them, like, they were about... But also, this person, like, it got into, like, Harvard administrator role. Like, I feel like if if you're someone who's in charge of all the mailing, like, one of the basic requirements is know the 50 states. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it was probably a really stressful time because we were, like, getting kicked off campus or whatever. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Yeah. But on that note, like, sometimes it is scary for me, though, because I'll always, like, be, like, you know, crapping on, like, yo, like, our mental health services are not up to par, like, the way that they handle sexual assault, not up to par, like, all these things not up to par, but then I was talking to my friend about it, because we had to, like, report something to, like, the, like, OSAP or whatever, but, um, like, we were talking about it, and I was like, man, like, I hate the way they handle this, and she was like, you know, what's insane is that Harvard is probably doing this the best, because, like, we are, like, Harvard, oh. so she was like, imagine what it's like That's at other schools where you just have to, like, scream into a <clears throat> void, and she was like, sometimes it is scary to think that we are like ranked very highly and like some things that we find not so great that is very scary that's kind of problematic yeah Yeah. i mean i love to shit on harvard's administration just because it's a thing that students do at the same time i do want to give them you know their fair yeah kind of defense that's true it's very difficult Um, they do go through a lot and like the whole handling of um the coronavirus shutdown and like what to do this semester i i think that overall they have done a pretty okay job Mm -hmm. They did pretty yeah, well. I, I, I yeah. mean, I personally would not have brought students back at all because you just, you cannot expect, like, 17, 18-year-olds to, like, go to college for the first time, like, be with all these new people and just not socialize. Like, you can't demand that of them. Um, yeah. But that being said, like, a lot of schools have opened, so I, I don't think it Harvard really could have been, like, we're not going to open, but everyone else is psych. Mm. Um, so I agree that, like, what they've done is 
you know, has been okay. Yeah, I think it's, like, a really, like, fine balance between, because, like, I know every time, like, sometimes because we criticize Harvard so much, there are a lot of people like, oh, well, you're at Harvard, like, just accept it. And it's like, well, there's a fine balance between being like, thank you for everything you've done for me, but also, if we better this institution, then it'll set an example for, like, all the institutions. So I'm, like, literally so grateful to Harvard because their financial aid is incredible. Their support for financial aid is incredible. Like, I just got another $200 deposit. I'm, like, balling. Like, I'm chilling. And it's like, that's (laughs) great, but there are certain other things that you can hold the university accountable for and, like, set... Like, and have them set that example for all the, all the other schools. Like, it's, like, if we fix, like, the way that we handle, like, Title IX and, like, sexual assault, then, like, that'll set, like, a precedent for, like, every other university. So, yeah. Just for the listeners who, who, are, who are, like, on the edge of their seat waiting to cancel us. <laughs> yeah, to be clear, yeah, I, we're all very grateful for being here. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. been a good time. 100%. But I also don't think that, yeah. like... And you should all apply. It's a great place. <laughs> you love it. Like, I love it. <laughs> But the, our, our point off. is, it doesn't, it. <laughs> it doesn't get a it doesn't get a free pass just because it is mm. the Harvard University, and it's also important that like people outside of the institution know what's up. So that's that's what we're doing, you guys. Like we're not on a when yeah. this isn't a witch hunt. We're just saying yeah. how it is. Also, the source of my complaint was actually a lot smaller. It was just <laughs> that when I was sitting my math twenty one A exam, it was a very small room. <laughs> no, she was a bigger room. <laughs> But then I don't know how we got to Asafa. <laughs> Wait. No, it was it was actually very bad conditions because there were like hundreds of kids in a, like a very tiny room. We were all like sitting, I think almost next to each, mm. next to each other, and it was like none of the windows were open. It was very poor ventilation. It was like one of the really old rooms. Yeah. And cool. like I went to a bathroom break, and you know when I walked back into the room, I was like it, it was like a sauna. I was oh, hit oh, with like oh, a I disgusting scent exactly of like sweaty teenagers doing math. Exams. And you know on it that was, note, I mean like surely you can just get a bigger room. <laughs> I was so shocked when I went to college and I did my first like examination. It was an in class examination, and I was. She calls them examination. Yeah, examination. Um, <laughs> Lena's like mad that she can't shorten her own name, so she just like uses a I have to lengthen everything. Um, <laughs> so I was in. I we, I walked in and I was like, oh, surely there's gonna be some protocol, like because it was in a we you know went to our lecture hall that we always go to, which seats like a hundred people. Um, and the, it's just a lecture hall, so you have the chairs and you have the little tables that come out. So I was like, oh, like yeah. surely they're gonna move us somewhere else, like. You know, there's going to be, like, proper procedure. But no, like, they just handed out the booklets and we sat there in our, ti- in our like, with our tiny-ass, like, lecture hall desks in a hall that, like, was not was not proctored in any way. Like, the, we just had one TF and the professor, like, standing at the front. And most of the time they were just, like, on their own laptops, like, doing their own thing. And that was such a stark difference from, from high school because in high school we would, like, they would take us to these, like, basically designated exam rooms it would open up like it was like three rooms that opened up and we would be our own tables they hired like oh not hired but they brought in like six teachers out of their normal schedule to like patrol constantly up and down the walkways like even if you wrote just a little bit over the like the time they would come and like write a note on your exam so that they the you know you get marks docked like it, it was so strict and in college it was just so lax like Anyone could have just, like, reached down, um, you know, for their phone and just, like, cheated. Not that I did, but, like, you could have. <laughs> so, it was, like, so... <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. But that that's not a reflection of Harvard's administration. That's just a culture shock. That that's not a... <laughs> yeah, cheating is actually, like, so much easier than I thought it would be in college. 
Not that I have any personal experience, but like, you know. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> so we don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to dig anyone into a hole here. I'm just. I'm now. I'm just imagining this clip being played in front of the ad board <laughs> as evidence. So um, whose turn is well, it? Well, maybe okay. Maybe instead of myths, maybe instead of myths, are there like weird traditions we want to talk about that like people may not know about? Like yeah. Okay, I'll start off with the three things. So um. For people listening who go to Harvard, you'll know this and you'll have your own opinions. And for people who don't know, these are the three things that every Harvard student is supposed to do by the time they graduate. The first one is pee on the John Harvard statue. Um, if you don't know, there's a huge... Well, not huge. Actually, the John Harvard statue, I didn't even know that it existed before I applied or even got into harvard like i just didn't think I, I didn't know that it was a thing and then i found out it's this really famous statue so i was like oh that's that's g i guess um and then i went with my mom to see it and it was so tiny i was like what the hell like everyone's making a huge deal over this tiny ass wait it's not even john harvard and it's, it's like someone else john yeah that's a whole other thing. <laughs> i'm pretty sure um but for some reason like people like to pee on it it's like it's almost a stupid like frat boy like sorority kind of tradition um I think it's disgusting and in, in bad taste because tourists touch that statue. Oh my like, god! It's all the time. like yeah, um, it's literally disgusting because you'll be like on your way late to your nine a.m. and you have to like plow through like hella Asian tourists <laughs> like taking pictures in front of the statue during the day, and then at night you're like trying to speed back to your dorm so you don't see like all the drunk people peeing on the statue. It's like so gross. Yeah, it's like not they what like you hoist see. each other up and just like trickle down. Mm. Yeah, oof. So that's the first thing. So that's one of them. Yeah. Josh, what's the second one? The second thing is something called um, primal scream. And that's something that happens the night before the final exam period. And that's where everyone gathers in the like yard, which is the central location on campus. Everyone like takes all their clothes off and like runs around the yard and like screams and just like... Like, na- like fully you know. naked. Like, <laughs> fully just, naked. Like fully the naked. marching... Yeah. And these are like lots and lots like, of kids. Oh my god, yeah. And the marching band yeah, comes out. There were like some people taking like, photos, down. which I had a feeling about. Because like... Oh, and tourists come yeah. and take photos. It's and there was also like a photo of like everyone's like naked behind on like the cover of like a Crimson article, which like I have oh, the Crimson. feelings about. But that's just another one. I won't do it. Did not do it. It just feels like weird. I don't know. Mm. Did you guys? Did you guys primal scream? Hell no! I was like, <laughs> up to it was one of those things where like up to the moment where it happened, I was fully convinced that like this was not a real thing. Like the whole world was playing a prank on me. Like there's no way that like hundreds of people who arguably don't know each other like get out into the most public space at Harvard University and just like strip. Like sometimes down to their underwear, but like sometimes no, everything, everything. I everything. And they like off. do a lap. Yeah. Like I was like, there is no way on earth that this is something that happens in 2020. Like I'm, it, and, yeah. well, and then it happened and I was like, well, it's completely also just cold because our final period is like literally in December and like freaking like the east. Like, why would people do? I wonder if they. Yeah, there was yeah. snow on the ground. Wait, I wonder if they did primal scream over like Zoom, but I feel like that would just be like Omegle, like questionably like <laughs> naked people on like a chat room. I wonder if that happened. Um, yeah, and it was oh, also the, the night before yeah. like my home ten final, so I'm trying to sleep oh in God. bed, and one of my dorms is like one of the central dorms. Oh. And then so I'm like trying to sleep, and when like midnight strikes, the like band is playing and everyone's screaming and yelling and running and yeah, yeah. it's the night before finals. It's... That's also just like so. I, I hate that. Like, why would they like? Yeah. Some people have nine a.m. finals the next day. Yeah. Yeah.
something oh my god yeah we can also cut this out too but i remember like people were like literally shaming people who didn't completely stripped out for primal scream they were like if you wear like if you wear your underwear your bra like you're not you're like fake and i was like why can't you just like let the tradition be whatever people interpret it to be whether it's like not doing it at all or like going on fully naked um and some Mm -hmm. while some traditions at harvard like peeing on the statue doing primal scream are like a choice that you have like choices over it's not like forced on you the third one is not which is having sex in the stacks of the library like listen if you have the opportunity to do so like props to you like you you won at college but like for some of us it's not an option for various reasons but yeah (laughs) wait i thought you were implying that it wasn't a choice because you have to do it and i was going to be no no no, it is no it's it's not a choice because there's just there's just no opportunity which i didn't even know what stack like i don't know what stacks are Are those just like bookcases i I don't know because like i've had so it's presumably talking about the stacks in wide in the library right which is crazy to me because okay so wider library is like a really famous library that's like it's beautiful it has like huge like kind of like roman kind of columns um but you can't like going inside is so suffocating you cannot talk it is dead dead silent you know like i don't understand how you could even <laughs> oh my god wait you guys want to know like a, a so i've never been in wider library because the stairs are just too tall and i just would rather not walk up them walk up them uh, maybe i will go sometime um but one of my friends <laughs> during his like mid time in between i love him he's so funny he would like wait around at wider library because in order to get in you have to like sign in a guest or you have to like swipe in and a lot of tourists want to go in so he would just like hang around there and he would get paid by tourists to like swipe them in and like sign them in it was insane like he was like yo like i just made 20 bucks like signing people in and I was, oh, like, oh my like, god i respect so, the hustle yeah. yeah some people have sex in the stack some people are just like scheming tourist money i just i i uh, i don't understand how you how, yeah, that's possible and i'm you know you read those confessions that are like i work in the stacks and this is definitely a real thing that people do i'm like oh, how oh. how yeah also i've been in the stacks a couple of times and the like lights are motion censored so i think that's like that like helps i <gasps> <laughs> didn't like if you just like stay still <laughs> the lights will turn off and then when someone walks by the lights will turn on again <laughs> oh my God. so you can see the lights uh, i don't even want to <laughs> but how are wait but wait but wait, wait but if the lights are motion censored then wouldn't they not want to be caught and like have the lights go on if they're like moving because you're not you're not moving that much <laughs> i think we should cut this out <laughs> why you're not moving that much like well, you're not walking up and down oh yeah oh oh you have to like walk up and down it's not just like like you have to like create lots of motion Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, if you haven't realized it already, Aigu is a family-friendly <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so there's recently, I've heard that there's a fourth tradition tradition that's, you know, made the news or at least in the public <laughs> conscience of the Harvard students, which is you drop, like, jump off one of the oh, bridges what? into the Charles River. Oh, I think Wings yeah. Bridge. Yeah, I heard it's like into a new thing that people are doing these days. Again, like, I just don't understand. Like, okay, so Harvard doesn't have a Greek life, as we've established. But all of these traditions are very, like, oh, like, I'm a frat boy. Like, watch me crush a six-pack. Like, yeah, they're true. very, like, fratty kind of traditions. And it's just stuff, like, that doesn't apply to a good 
good portion of the Harvard population. Because, like, not everyone's here to do those kind of things. Like, And it doesn't really mean that you're not cool or that you mm. don't have a social life. Right. Um, and also, it's just blatantly so dangerous. You don't jump off a bridge into the Charles River at night because it is deep and you don't know what's under there. You could get caught up in, you know, like, reeds. You could hit your head on a rock. Like, there are no lifeguards. And if you're doing it when you're drunk, that's, like, extra dangerous because all your friends are also probably intoxicated. And so no one's going to be able to help you if you actually True. get into trouble. I don't want to read in the crimson the next day that some idiot drowned in the Charles because they, like, did this stupid challenge. Like, I just, just don't do that. There are so like many chances just... to, like, dive off diving boards. Like, just don't do it off a bridge into a river. That's, that's my, again, my input. Yeah. We have several pools. You sort of yeah, li- literally, Lena, as, um, that just sounded like Lena being a mom. Like, oh, so if your friends jump off a bridge, what are you going to do? Jump off a bridge, too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I gotta go get a package. My mom will yell at me if I don't collect it. Can you guys, can you guys close out the podcast? Okay. So now that Lena's gone... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Gilpo Podcast. <laughs> We're your hosts, Mona and Josh, or Ramona and Joshua. Um, True. Take it away, Josh. Two out of three. Two out of three. Long, shortable names, shortenable names. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so good! Wow, I just love how there's just always like so many more connections, such like ways mm. we like exclude Lena from our lives. <laughs> um, <laughs> For long time listeners. <laughs> For long time listeners. Um, so you got you heard her. Lena said to wrap up the podcast. Um, thank you so much yeah. for coming. Mm. Be sure to. Uh... As always, you can email us with <laughs> reviews, comments, questions, stories at igopodcast at gmail dot com. You can message us at igopodcast on Instagram. Uh, make sure to leave a five star review on iTunes and stay tuned for more episodes. Bye. Bye.